tolerate nothing. Tolerate nothing, not even a cup. What if, what if you tolerated absolutely nothing in life? What if you tolerated nothing? What if I tolerated nothing? Yeah. If I tolerated nothing, I, I'd spend less time building a case self-righteously about how the other is wrong. Oh, that'd be so nice. <laughs> I'd probably hear less complaints. <laughs> you know, there's there's many ways to tolerate nothing. And what if you tolerated nothing? How would that look? Uh You're you're better at not tolerating. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm very slow to go along with your complaints, for example. I mean, I could, I could be like, oh, he's complaining. I'm gonna, <laughs> just gonna do it. <laughs> but I'll, 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 I'll tend to wait until I'm agreeing to it. Like I really feel like I want to do it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great inquiry. But I want to start off with an ex <laughs> with an example. When I was a kid. My dad left home at 14. I, you know, I had an older sister, a sister just younger than me, and then my mom and her female friends. And, uh, and they're all loud. And my mom's really dominant personality. And she's really, you know, at this point in her life, she's, she's really raging against men and the patriarchy and everything. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you... I'm loud here. <laughs> Let me just tell you, my mom is another level. You know my mom. But, but I can imagine her in a house with six teenagers and, 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 and trying to run that thing. And, and there's no order. But everything's just on any momentary, just yelling out. You know, like, and we're all yelling, but her method of control is just <laughs> yelling back and... Uh, at some point, it got to be too much for me, even. Imagine that. Wow. Imagine that. That must be loud. But, uh, you know, there were... I was definitely tolerating for years as a teenage boy. You know, one, one day I walk, I came home from school, high school. I walk into her office. There's this really long conference table. And spread out across this top conference table is all the contraband from my room. So she's gone through my room. There's porn magazines spread out. There's a case and a half of beer. There's uh, this, it's, it's like this book, kind of like a Bible or something, but it's it's cut out in the middle. It's where I could hide something. You know, I, I'd, I'd seen something on a movie or something like that, so I, you know, right. I did it. So she'd gone through even that stuff. And, uh, and then a bunch of, I was practicing uh, writing in her handwriting, forging myself all these get-out-of-school <laughs> notes with her signature. There must have been dozens of these. And uh, what else? Oh, and then posters of, you know, beer, posters of half-naked girls. And she's just gone, she's just taken everything, laid it out, you know. And, laid uh, it out on your bed or room? No, on the conference table in her office. Ah. It's... it's <laughs> to the principal's office. Right. And, 
And then, you know, one day I came home from school and I go to enter the house and she's like, no, let's go get in the car. It's like, where are we going? She's like, get in the car. Like, where are we going? Get in the car. (laughs) Nice argument. (laughs) Yeah. This is getting somewhere. And, uh, she's a really dominant, you know, personality. And, you know, I kind of, we kind of start walking towards the car. I tell she's serious, you know, and I, but I want to know. And then she tells me, she's like, we're going to the psychiatrist's office. I'm like, what, why? And, And we're going to the psychiatrist's office. You know, it's like this. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and, uh, but at this point, like, I'm maybe 16-ish, you know? I'm come, I'm starting to, like, fight back. And, uh, and it often, it started leading to, like, me leaving home. And, like, I'm not going to tolerate it, you know? And she was also, she's not going to tolerate my whatever. But what I learned as a strategy early on was to not tolerate, you can just leave. Just go. So I did. I left. I went to live with my uncle out west. And uh, at some point, I started being blamed for something that I was not guilty of, which was one of my complaints about my mom. Was that I would be blamed for things I was not guilty of. <laughs> what? Some, <laughs> some things I recognize. <laughs> no, you're guilty. It's guilty until until you prove differently, my son. <laughs> I I actually do that intentionally as a as a way to get you. But uh, um, so I go to live with my uncle. Then I'm accused, and I I refuse to tolerate it. So I go live with my grandfather in the next town over. Mm. And, um, but this became kind of my default strategy right. in life. I'll just go, you know, I'll just be free. So that's one big strategy. Yes. Right. I just, as you see now, cause I, I wanted to talk about no tolerating as a way to really start taking back the reins of your life, be the captain of your ship. And I realized that it's like, it's like boundary control. And it's, you don't have to do anything because your boundaries are crossed all the time. And to stop tolerating that is a great way. You could just start there, you know? And I well, just, it's, it's really about self-respect. Yes. And I, w- what I'm saying is it's a great tool because you will be attacked yes. at some point. And yeah, if you, if you say, okay, from this point on, yes. I'm not going to tolerate anything. Your life will change. You will change. Yes. Yes. You I, realized, I realized that the not tolerating has been a big part of me finding my way. It's not like I know my path and I'm carving. No, it's like, okay, not this, not right. tolerating this. Like I was, I, I, I remember now this story after I came back studying from the States and I went, I study and then I, I went working one year. Or a couple of months for a minister in Belgium, and I did. I was a sociologist, and it's great. Hey, it's great. Circuit. It's uh, it's government, government. You know, and I I went to Brussels, and it's just not working basically. You know, it's just incredible, and I could work from home most of the time. And uh, so you got a cush job, paid for the government. Incredible. Can't be fired. You don't have to work. Nothing. That's not an incredible job. Exactly. Just mooching exactly. off the stage. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, 
and and I had to do like two hours a day something I wouldn't do if I didn't get paid. And I remember, like, like everyone would say, "Oh, it's a great job" or whatever, you know. And I remember my body just revolting, like I, I can't. Revolting. Yeah, I can't do this. Two hours of my day, something I wouldn't do if I didn't get paid, and it would be like what I notice is it would. No, a lot of people are tolerating that. They're tolerating yes. that yes. because of the say the they don't like it. Yes. They don't want to do it, but they do it because of the pay, you know. And it's like, eh, they'd rather not do it. And I and I couldn't tolerate it. I couldn't tolerate it. And I and I I left the job, you know. So and that's a way for me forward in many situations when it's like, eh, no, I can't do it. I, yes. I don't. I stop tolerating it. I go away. Yes. And then the path shows up. And at kind of a higher level is to zone. Yes. It's not only, not only am I not going to do anything that uh, is suffering on some yes. level. I'm only going to do what I really turned on right. by. It's even another level. But starting with like exactly. no tolerating, at least that even if you don't know what your desire right. is, you can take on both, but you can at least know what you're a no to. Exactly. What, what your body is saying no to. Because there are many in instances, you know, where people cross your boundaries, where yes. you're in a job, you don't like it, in a, in a relationship, you, you know, I got to tolerate, you know, I got to tolerate her nagging or I got to, whatever. You know, that's a great place to start. Yes. You know? And we talk about compromise and inner conflict mm. on previous episodes. And, uh, Tolerating is a compromise. Yes. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't, you, you think about doing it and it's like, eh, it doesn't feel good. Um, you think about not doing it and you'll get in trouble or lose your job or something. Right. So you just do it, the thing that you don't want to. And then you excuse that by saying, well, it's a, it's a job, it's a good right. job or whatever. Meanwhile, so you have your job, but what gets compromised is your voice, your power, yes. your honor, your peace of mind, your your relationship with with life and reality. Imagine you are you're becoming a complainer, a person who just accepts that life is suffering and that the world sucks and there's no options. I can't create. So let's talk about some options, some ways to deal with a situation where. If you take on, okay, no tolerating. Right. One is just go, right? Uh, can I, I, I really like the inner conflict here because I think it's very important. I remember asking, man, where have you been compromising? And nobody, like very few people would say I'm compromising. So we're not really aware. I think the no tolerating is, is yes. a, we know the situation. Tolerate nothing. Yeah. Yes. We, we, we realize the situations where we're tolerating. And I think we all, I mean, I tolerate, you know? Yes. And uh, so the inner conflict that you say that is happening there is there's something I don't want to do. And so I'm considering not doing it and I'm considering doing it. If I don't do it uh, or if I do it, um, I'll, I, I don't, I will feel bad about myself. But if I, if I, if I don't do it, I'll get the consequences of being judged or being a bad boy or whatever. Right. So and so we we choose we choose to do it uh, even in the because we don't want to 
uh, we don't want to be treated as a bad boy, let's say. And so, and then or we have to. You don't deal... want to have to deal with the conflict you might have to face with your boss, or right. So let's give an example of a relationship. All right. So your, um, you know, guys complain that women nag right. too much, but this is something most men tolerate in a relationship, mm. right? So they're doing something, and in the background, there's someone complaining or telling them what to do or telling them how they're wrong or something like this. Most guys will tolerate it and then complain about their woman, which is disrespectful to her. Tolerate and complain. It's disrespectful to her, to themselves. Right. It's dishonoring. It takes the whole relationship down to a, a much lower level. Yes. So in that moment, um, they, they don't like it. They don't like the nagging, but they think about bringing it up with her and they see, oh, there'll be a fight. She'll get mad, blah, blah, blah. I don't want all that pain and right. drama and whatever. So they think about just tolerating it, and well, it's that sucks too. So either way they go, there's pain. But there's a part, and then, of and then what they do when they tolerate it is they say, "Well, the thing that'd be more painful is dealing with her about this. So I'll just go along with it, and I'll just do what she and, wants." And then they rationalize it. But because part of it is that in our society we see it. We, we don't necessarily we don't necessarily see it as a bad thing to tolerate. We think in a way, oh, in relationships you have to compromise. You know, th this you is, have to tolerate. This is our training to be yes. good from very exactly. early on. But you you don't want to sit in that school and learn what the teacher's talking about. It, do it anyway. Yes. Right. Tolerate it. Be good. Like this is what it is to be good is to put up with bullshit. But to be great is to not put up with bullshit. Yes. And it's not here, just here, how to be great for yourself. But what's important to me is to see that if you tolerate, you know, if you tolerate, if you compromise, you're this and then complain about it. Like you said, you first you tolerate the woman nagging and then you complain. Fuck, you know, that woman. What you're doing is disrespecting not only yourself, but you disrespect her and you bring the relationship down. Yes. You, you, it deteriorates. Yes. So... The, the alternative is to not tolerate. Yes. You know? and, and, and how do you do that? How do you not tolerate? Yeah. Be, you know, to be a good, to try to be a good boyfriend or husband, you tolerate it mm. and it takes it down, 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 right. down, down. That's to be, key. To be great and have the relationship be great, you need to not tolerate. Yes. So let's talk about strategies for not tolerating. Right. One is leave, right? So in this situation, <laughs> the guy could just uh, leave the room, right? leave the house, or leave the relationship, right? That's, a, that's one yes. strategy. Um, what's another one? Spanking. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that comes to mind with me. And so, okay, so which is a confrontation, and uh, it, it's, a, it's a way of standing up for yourself and uh, training someone, essentially is what you're saying, Training someone to not um, do the behavior that you don't want. Well, like I'm, I'm not necessarily thinking of the specific ways to do that. You know, although I, we can give it, but what I see as the key element in the not tolerating is to address it. You address it. You know, instead of like address it with the person. You address it with the yes. You you bring it to the table. You address it. You go into what you're trying to avoid by tolerating. You know. You stop which, avoiding it. Which is a whole other um, can of worms, if yes. you will, because if you've already been tolerating and then you notice you're tolerating yes. and you want to address it, 
you're going to do it from judgment, yes. typically, because you're already judging that person. Ah, okay, I've had enough. Now I'm going to address it, and it's a complaint, <laughs> yes. Yes. or it's a mumbling, blah, 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 or it's just inside of yourself. Right. It's a, you know, so... Well, what is a complaint to you? Because to me, a complaint is not necessarily bad. The complaint would be, would be uh, we agreed that you would do dishes on Tuesday. It's Tuesday, you didn't do the dishes. I don't like it. That to me is a complaint. Complaint is uh, not being in your power as a creator. It's saying someone else is responsible for my pain right now, mm. and I'm gonna bitch about it basically. Mm. So you know, kids different definitions there. But. Kids will whine. I don't want to do it. Teenagers will bitch. So it's kind of more powerful. Yeah, you know, fuck you, mom or dad. Like I don't want to do this. And then, but the, but they're still not in their power. <laughs> right. They're still not in their power. The next level is like, you're a creator. How can I lead this relationship to glory, in other words? I mean, saying, oh, you left your dishes in the sink is one thing. But taking responsibility for how that conversation is going to go and how I'm going to feel about it and how, how it's going to up-level our, our, right. our present and future is, uh, is a whole other level. So and it's a me, proactive proactive creation. Using that moment where you no noticed, for example, you've been tolerating you know, or something bugs you, you know, using that moment to rise up, you know, and to, to be constructive about the relationship to say, okay, I'm getting past this feeling of what I, and, and I'm going to, but I'm going to use it to address the issue. And I'm going to do it in such a way that we both can win. I like the, the, the phrase that you got to give him a chance to win. When you, when you give a complaint, you like, nah, you don't give the other a chance to win. Yes. You know, you're like, fuck you. The and, best they can do is be Less judged by you. Yes. Yeah. And so you can't win. So you got to give him a chance to win. So when you bring that, when you say, I'm not tolerating anything, you know, the anger is a good thing. It's a good place to start, you know, but do it in a way that you give the other a chance to win. And that's the, that's the tricky part, you know, that's the tricky part. You know, in a way, not tolerating anything, I'm exploring this myself as I say this, but it might also mean not judging mm. because... Um, if you've been tolerating and then you want to go bring a creative conversation, right? You, you're going to have to deal with your judgment first. Yes. Because if you come and try to create from judgment, yes, that's tough. It's, uh, it's not going to work. Yeah. It's ends up backfiring. So, uh, this is where the, the honor work comes in. Right. Um, so create, but creating is a possibility. Now, I, I, and I like to think of it, the best thing to do is to, this is what I've learned, especially if it's a tight living quarters with your significant other or whatever. Cabin fever in is, times of corona. You, you don't try to create in the moment. You don't try to deal with it in the moment. Wait till your weekly mm. meeting. Wait till the time when you're both in the energy of like, okay, we're both present. We both love each other. How can we create something beautiful? And then you can, inside of that context, then you can bring up this thing that's happening mm -hmm. that you don't like. Right. How can we make it great? Right. Um, what most people do is they just bring their complaints all day long. Yes. and Or they tolerate all day long, which is, you know, you might not be complaining, but you're still tolerating. Right. It's and the judging. same energy. Right. Very interesting. But... Like, that's why it's so important to tolerate nothing. 
Yes. You know, really tolerate and be vigilant about it. This now, if you have been tolerating for a while, you know, what's interesting because it's harder. Like it's like it's harder than to 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 change that around. But what if a man listening says, "Fuck, I've been tolerating too much." You know, how can that guy stop tolerating and be constructive about it? It seems like this a is, bigger mountain. This is a this is a mountain, and this is what a lot of my work is about. Mm. You know, but it's uh. Because my my kind of orientation in life is like I refuse to compromise, I refuse to tolerate. Essentially, that is something that I that I live by, and it's I'm I'm either going to create, or at least I'm not going to put up with the bullshit, right? So if I'm going to do that, that means I have to find different solutions, different ways of dealing with conflicts than the person who is willing to tolerate in life. There's plenty of things, there's plenty of ways that, things that people accept in life or tolerate. Plenty of solutions that are okay, if you're okay to tolerate. If you're not okay, if you say no, no compromise, no tolerating, you need a whole different set of tools. And, and, And it's not easy because I think it's important to point out, again, how society trains us to tolerate, how a society in and of itself tolerates certain things, you know, that, and, and so we're, we're, we're trained into tolerating and thinking it's a virtue in a way, you know, that's why it's so easy to tolerate for a man, because the tolerating part comes with less conflict than you may have, for example, like, fuck, I can't do this, I can't tolerate, yes. because, on the other hand, you got society who's condoning it, who thinks yeah. it's a virtue and says a guy that's who's, a good thing. Yeah, a guy, you, if you're one of the guys who says, happy wife, happy life, right. this is a great sign that you're tolerating a right. lot. Right. A lot. And Because basically what you're doing is you're saying, for her complaints or her nagging, I'm just going to do what she wants me to do. Right. I'm going to say, yes, dear. I'm gonna be a good boy, basically. Right. No, but it's it's telling, because if if society before was tolerating, let's say, violence of men towards women, you know, uh, until the point where women could say no more, stopping to tolerate this, you know, it's almost like at some point now that that we. As men, we're tolerating, let's say, the nagging. And it's not just your woman, you know, but there's a whole nagging going on towards masculinity, towards men, you know. And we're tolerating it with the happy wife, happy life. And and those guys are often using the same strategy with their kids. Their kids are upset. Mm. Let me conform my behavior so that my children are not upset, Mm. you know. Oh, this is a miserable existence. (laughs) Imagine it's a miserable existence. Oh, my boss is upset at me. Let me be right. in the perfect way so that my boss is not upset at me. I realize. Oh, the the government might be upset at me. Oh, let me conform my right. total behavior so that the government's not upset. At Man, me. Man, if I see like for years, I thought I don't like, I don't like children, you know, because they're like louder. And then I realized what I really don't like is parents, and it's because. <laughs> Is because of the tolerating. Mm-hmm. They tolerate the behavior. 
you know, and they don't address it. They don't take responsibility to address it, you know, and it's that that like pisses me off, yes. you know, and it's done. It's all around you. Yes. It's in, it's in airplanes. It's in, and you can see differences in, in certain societies. You know, you know just where, to oh. <laughs> give this back to you, I think what I'm noticing about you is because it, my experience of you is you have a lot of complaints, but I think what you have a lot of is tolerated. Yes, I think I do. Yes. And that's more what you don't like right. is the tolerating than the actual yes. things that might bother you. Because I'm like, I'm, I'm like in a, yes, when I'm on a plane, you know, and you got children and you got parents not taking responsibility for it, for their loud children, I'm, I'm constantly thinking of ways to address it, you know, and, and constantly thinking, I'm an asshole. No, I should, you know, and it's incredible. Yeah. And, uh, and how to do that, you know, how to do it. Like, it's, it's the same in a daily situation. We're living together, you know. How can I bring this in a constructive way, you know, that everyone benefits from it? Yes. Well, let's talk about another non-tolerating approach. Another way to not tolerate. Another way to not tolerate is sacrifice. Mm. So, and as I define it, with sacrifice, there is honor. So, to me... If honor is present, like suffering this. is not present. Yes. Honor is, in a way, the opposite of suffering. Because you can be experiencing a lot of pain or physical suffering, but there can be great honor in it. There can be great honor in hard work. Wow. There can be great honor in, in giving up your life for your, your children. There can be um, great honor in, in any kind of pain. Like, like the samurai would say, even the greatest, the greatest honor is in serving and even dying for not just for a lord, but a lord who's bad to you, one who not a good lord. You know, there's greater honor in that than in. Yeah, it's easy to be a, a samurai yes. when you have a good lord. It's easy to serve. Yes. But imagine it's in the moment that you have a bad lord. That's when when you real. Uh, Samurai mentality uh, is, is tested and, sh and will yes. show up. There's and more the, honor in the that. The distinction is... Wow. The <laughs> distinction is not in the behavior of serving yes. the Lord. Yes. You, your master. Great. Because you can serve your master and be tolerant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what's the, <laughs> what's, the, what's the... That's great. The, yes. the, so the... What did you say? The mm -mm is not in the action? Tolerating is, or no, the honor is not. The honor is not in the action. Right. Where is it then? It's in the. Because you can be on the on the plane. Yes. Sacrificing tolerating. or tolerating. Yes. Right. Suffering or. So is in it honor. is the honor in attitude in what's going on there? It's in your stand. Yes. Right. So it's it's inside of yourself. It's how you're dealing with this inner conflict. Uh huh. If you are dealing with the inner conflict with compromise. And and justifying being powerless about it. Yes. Oh, that's misery. That's suffering. Um, sacrifice would be like um, you know, you come home from work, your kids are running around the house, it's noisy, you're stressed, um, and you could sit there and, and inside you're complaining. Ah, oh, the kids, and, and and you don't address it, and you you're just tolerating and you're suffering, right? 
Or you could say, for example, and this is an inner thing, but you could still be sitting there saying nothing to the kids. You could sit there and say, um, get present to these are my children, you know? Um, this look at how feeling. much fun they're having and how they have been trapped inside forever in the face of me needing some some time or some space. In this moment, I'm standing for them just having free reign and joy and just me creating a space where they can just play right. and have fun. And if you... If if it's if you really do take a stand in that moment or make a sacrifice, your heart opens. You feel peace come over you. you it's very clearly felt you are no longer uh, suffering. Mm. And uh, so, it's, um, it's the action. It's not about the action. It's about your orientation to the action. Mm. And it's not just. A dialogue. It's not just something you say. You actually have to face the pain that you're feeling. You have to face the inner conflict. Right. Feel it, and then make some kind of a choice or a stand consciously in the face of that. That's so powerful. That's the sacrifice. And I see the, like I've experienced it in 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 bigger situations, like being judgmental towards someone and then taking a stand, but. But what I see now is like in very daily situations where I would go into tolerating, let's say, and then complaining or not, that doesn't even matter. Instead of doing that, say no tolerating. But the most powerful thing I see is, but make a stand and sacrifice. You know, so in that moment that I'm, I'm tolerating whatever behavior of you say, To say no, no tolerating, stop, feel everything I, and then say, make a stand, you know, that could help me to see what you're standing for. Like you said, the children stand for, you know, have, have joy and see that and then find a place to stand. And the test of it being going well or not would be the feeling of, of peace coming over me, would be the feeling of honor, would be the feeling of, okay, uh, a cleansing kind of thing. And I've experienced it. Yes. I've experienced it in, in larger things. But to be able to use that micro micro stance, so yes, to speak, yes. you know, I, I see the power of that. Yeah, you, you know, you used to you usually take a nap between this ritual and our next ritual. And at first you used to complain about, you know, that I'm making noise, you couldn't sleep or whatever. And then I realized this is a sacrifice I can make. Because it's my, it's it was my time to like connect with my people. I want to mm. speak to them. I want to use my voice. You know, I said, let me give this up for Hans so he can have a, right. uh, his sleep. So for me, that's a sacrifice. So I'm no longer suffering around being quiet for you. You know, whereas if it's just you're complaining about uh, what 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 was going on in that situation? Did you see? Okay, so a big part of you being able to take that stand would have been realize how sacred the nap was to me. Correct. It could be. It doesn't have to be. I could just say. I could also say. Um, in the face of feeling like maybe resentment, you know, when I I, I think ah, I want to connect with my people, or in the face of feeling whatever, um, 
I want to be an example of being a leader who always creates in the situation. Or I could make it about you, right? Like, um, I'm standing for Hans having this space to have perfect rest, just because it's beautiful, because it's right. a beautiful gift for a friend or an ally. Or so that you can be more powerful and creative through the day, and this uplifts our alliance, right? right? Like, it, it could be any number of things. I love the standing for being the creator. Yeah, I see the power in it. For example, I come home and, you know, I came home before you today and I, you know, I still have my wet swim trunks on and water was through the house, which more than usual because, um, and I didn't clean it up before you came home. And uh, you did end up cleaning it up after you complained about it. Kind of, you could have in that moment taken it on as a challenge, right? Um, to be the samurai, right? Yeah, I see how that, how you could sacrifice it and say, like, wow, I'm just seeing how, how I would deal with this differently in the moment. And I think it would be a combination of taking care of it, an awareness of my own tolerating and complaining, and becoming aware of it is all what I see right now. Making a stand, like say, in the face of all that, I'm the one uh, standing for uh, having a clean house, for example. I can make that stand. And what would help to me too is something like, I want to be constructive about it, which is I'm going to deal with it now. I'm going to just do it what's necessary and I'll bring it up later. You know, that could be powerful. That would be my place to start. I think this is where it comes back to being an ally for me, mm. you know, and a warrior and a creator. It's the whole wealth warrior orientation is, uh, if, if I'm not the one, like at the end of the day, if, I can bring something to you, but if you don't up-level, if you don't take it in and up-level, this thing starts going down. Right. The alliance starts going down. So, well, well, he's not taking responsibility. And then, like, if I resent you about it, no, I'm, I, maybe I'll take less responsibility. Yes. Then the whole alliance starts going down right. the toilet, right? But if just one person will always, always be the one, no matter what, then uh, the whole thing can go upwards. And if man, if you have two who are always the one, then it can even go to the next right. level. It's very exciting. Uh, but uh, and and to me, there's I experience such personal growth and transformation, and and increase in my personal power by uh -huh. taking on this yes this way. Oh, I see it's very liberating, you know, to be free from tolerating, to be free from complaining, you know, to be free from having a case towards someone. Yes. What I hear in it is like no tolerating and that doesn't mean like don't accept it no more. Yes, it but it means like for your own good, for the other's good, for the 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 sake of your relationship, you know, you have to stop tolerating. Yes. You have to stop tolerating and find a different way, a more constructive way uh and you could do a bit different things by 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 uh, retracing, going away, but you could 
the, the most powerful thing I see is is to make a stand, you know, to make a stand. And in that stand, you can sacrifice something. You can stand for being constructive and, and finding a way to, to address it. And, uh, yeah, I, the power I see today is in the, in the, in the making a stand, making a stand to be, to, to stand for something, the power of sacrifice and the power of standing for bringing it constructively. Recreatively, so the the relationship can go up. Yes. Hmm. You know, I, just, I look back. That was that was so much my orientation as as a young person. By the time before I was twenty two, I'd had over fifty jobs because I would not tolerate mm. any <laughs> any bullshit. I didn't have the power to speak really powerfully, mm. or to really be the creator, or create win win, or to but I wouldn't take shit right. from any boss. No, and that's 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 what I see too. Like that has shown me the path. Like I also feel like there's a lot to learn there to be in my power, to be more constructive, to be more creative. But the great place to start is to say no, no tolerating. Because you could do that. You could walk away. You could say no until here and no. And that's a great place to start. And it, with all the mistakes, you know, and it's maybe not creative, not constructive. But that's a great place to start today to say, no tolerating, nothing. Tolerate nothing is a great, great place to start uh, taking charge of your life again. And it's like if if you are not choosing to be the ultimate leader and creator in your reality, there's always going to be something to complain about or to tolerate. But the moment that you commit yourself to be the one, like no one else needs to take responsibility. I'm gonna do it. There's no longer anything to tolerate. It's, it's so powerful. I think it's a great test when you go and live with your parents. <laughs> yes. Right. All right. <laughs> All right. See you tomorrow. Thank you for watching.